Hello, I'm Jim Lippy, and this is a Connecting IT podcast. Welcome to the Connecting IT podcast. This is Jim Lippy, and with me today is Jason Eberhardt, Global VP of Cloud and MSP at Bitdefender. Jason, welcome. Thank you, Jim. Real pleasure to be here today. And we're excited to have you. You know, this is audio. We're not, we're not doing any visuals with this podcast. And I feel in this case, we're doing actually most of our listeners a disservice because <laughs> I always say that you have, at least for a dude, right? You've got the best hair in the channel. I appreciate that, um, man. <laughs> just so everybody knows, if you haven't met Jason before, once you meet him, you're gonna, you're gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so, Jason, uh, again, thanks for being here today. Uh, Bitdefender is an awesome AV company, awesome security company. Most MSPs are already leveraging AV. Um, so they don't necessarily think it's sexy. So tell us why AV is still really, really essential to the MSP security stack. And in your opinion, what does make AV sexy or what's to come for AV uh, in the future? Yeah, that's a great question. And it's, it's actually interesting because I get asked this a lot. You know, a lot of people, there's been some uh, information in the industry. There's been some stuff that's been promoted that, you know, antivirus is no longer necessary or, or um, that you can get away with using antivirus with XYZ company or product. So I couldn't disagree more. So the way I explain it is it's kind of a buy-in to work in the industry. In any cybersecurity, if you're using computers, you're using servers, you have data stored somewhere else, you have to have that buy-in of antivirus. I like to relate it to something that makes sense to a lot of people, and I use the house as an analogy. So if you look at your front door, not really sexy, not really interesting, not exciting, right? It doesn't get you excited mm -hmm. every day to see how great your front door is. But would you leave your front door open in the middle of the night while you're sleeping and your family sleeping in their rooms and just to let people have access to your house? No, you're going to close your door. You're going to lock your door. That's what antivirus is. It's the base mm -hmm. level, base buy-in. You have to use it. You have to make sure it happens because anything man-made can be man-broken. But if you make it a little more difficult for people to access or get to your data or your important data, your business, um, it makes it just that much more difficult in people using other things. So the thing that I've seen and people don't even realize is you can be used as a botnet. You could use malware. Obviously, you're going to be infected. But people are using like, you know, the dentist or the chiropractor or somebody down, you know, that has like one server and one uh, office. But they're using those as an army to be able to attack larger companies. So what I always say is the baseline of the entire cybersecurity landscape is at the SMB mid-market level because that's where we need to make sure our security starts at a very strong foundation and we grow up from there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what I see moving forward in this industry, specifically around antivirus, is the add-ons. You know, Bitdefender has a lot of add-ons that we do with our security posture and make sure that mm -hmm. the landscape for your environments are strong. And that's where I see that you really need that complete message or that complete offering to really make sure that you are secure. So antivirus is the buy-in, right? Done. Make it happen. You know, at Bitdefender, we have one agent. And then you start doing add-ons, you know, advanced threat, EDR, you know, patch management, email. We even have exchange. 
there's a lot of different things that you can do to add to your security posture to make it that much stronger encryption, right? So if it was me and I was starting a company tomorrow, I'd have all those things installed because I want to be able to sleep at night. I want to be able to go home and spend time with my family. I want to make sure that I'm not thinking about being attacked, being hacked, making sure that my data is protected. And I think that's really where the, the industry is going. And when it comes to security is, you know, you have to have layered security. So you start at one layer and that's the buy-in and that's the start. And a lot of people think that's enough. And I think that the MSP community understands because they are the advisors to their clients. And I think MSPs are, are amazing people, right? There's some high, high level security professionals that are running MSPs that I just enjoy having conversations with, but they really take, you know, to heart that they care about their customers and they want to make sure that every solution they put together, it, it really adheres to what they need, not what they're trying to sell per the day. So that's really what I see with what, with uh, what you were asking. Okay. Fantastic. Now you mentioned some of those add-ons, right? To your basic AV core package. In general, Jason, what does the future hold for the security stack for MSPs? So what I'm seeing is, you know, obviously I'm seeing a lot of uh, people jumping in and wanting the ATS EDR patch, you know, like we kind of just talked about. Uh, the one mm -hmm. thing that I'm seeing a lot of people request that we actually have a, an offering, we have a SOC that we just built in Texas mm -hmm. and we're doing all these MDR offerings. So one of the things that we're talking about now is offering an MDR solution for the smaller mm -hmm. to mid-sized businesses. So that's why I think that evolution is going because we're constantly listening. We're constantly talking with our partners, you know, Kaseya, we're talking with your customers, your MSPs to understand what is it that you actually need? Because the one thing that people make a mistake on is they are trying to tell people what they need versus listening to what they need. And a lot of people might not say, this is what I need, but if you let them explain their situation, their environment, how it's manufactured, how they put it together, the WAN, land, whatever it is, right? And you come to them with, oh, this is exactly your need, this will meet that need. You can always advise them. You could always give them more security offerings and tell them this would do this for you. But really at the end of the day, if we can all be together in the same messaging and we can be together and make sure that we're all trying to work towards the same goal, I think that it's going to be beneficial for, for us all. Cool. Okay. So I need your take on something. Okay. You've got MSPs and you've got MSSPs what is the difference in your mind and can MSPs be MSSPs? Yes. Yeah, so I think my answer is going to be very different than other people's because okay. when you look at MSSPs, people think of that as the security professionals in the MSP community. That's not how I look at it. Mm -hmm. How I look mm -hmm. at it is, and there is, I would say a majority, if not many of the MSPs are already offering security, already doing the security stuff that MSSPs are doing. The difference that I'm seeing today, and it is evolving on a daily basis, but MSSPs usually have like an OEM offering or they're, they're offering something in a solution that they're doing where they're putting their package on top of it and being able to offer that to like service providers or, you know, sell through capabilities. But when I really, those, those two terminologies are very, very, in my world, very interchangeable because I don't really like the definition of MSSP because I think MSPs are MSSPs. I totally agree with you. Uh, I like that answer a lot. So, Thanks, man. One of the things I hear people say sometimes is an MSP should outsource their security stack or their security needs to an MSSP. And when I hear that, I go a little bananas 
because yes, the, the, no way. The, the top the top concern for your customer is security. So if you're not addressing that yourself, then essentially you're shooting yourself in the foot and you're allowing people to come into your client and essentially take them away for good. Yeah, um, MSSPs so. do everything that an MSP does, but they're trying to say they add that extra security. MSPs mm -hmm. working with Kaseya and working with Bitdefender together, they can do all of those offerings. They don't need to outsource that to an MSSP. Yeah, you and I are on the exact same page. Okay, cool. So, Jason, it's May 6th right now, and uh, you know, you and I would have seen each other probably a handful of times between you know, the beginning of the year and, and, and now, because you and I are constantly traveling on the road, seeing each other at events. That's not happening based on COVID-19, but hopefully we do get back on the road soon uh, when it's safe to do so. Speaking of COVID, are you, you know, one of the things that we keep hearing about is that cyber criminals are doubling down, doubling their efforts to, you know, to gain access to businesses because they're all working from home now, they're more exposed. Are you seeing different and new threats evolving since COVID-19 started? I would say the, the last point you just said, I would say that there's not new. I think those, those uh, old, you know, malware, botnets, those type of things are just being redirected. Because I think mm -hmm. the thing is what we're seeing in the, in the world right now is it's a very interesting time, right? And I want to just, I want to touch on COVID-19 real quickly. When I say that yeah. I'm not concerned about COVID-19, I am to a point where I care about people's health. I want to make sure people are healthy, they're not getting sick. I mean, the pandemic is real, right? It's an actual thing. And I care about people. And I also care that, you know, the SMBs that are having a hard time, you know, with being able to manage their businesses, that they aren't able to get out the other side. That's why we have some offerings with Kaseya to be able to solve some of that. But what I, but realistically, on the other side of the flip of the coin, I'm actually seeing an improvement with people understanding the importance of security, you know, being able to enhance their security. And we have all those add-ons to be able to do that. But with, with COVID-19, people don't realize that, there is a whole plethora of people that are now working from home that have never done that before. They've never logged into their systems at, at their office from their house. They've never VPNed in. They've never made sure that their security is strong at home. And they don't have edge technology in most cases where we're talking about like firewalls. So if you're at home, you've worked from home before, like you and I have, Jim, we VPN in, mm. we've got the firewall set up at the offices. We know where the data is secured. We, you know, we have it on OneDrive with Microsoft or, you know, there's a plethora of mediums to do that. But what we don't realize is people don't know what they don't know. So they're not making sure that the security is up to date. They're not making sure that, oh, I can just go. Uh, transverse this website because I'm at home and they get in this we weird false sense of security at home and these are where the attackers are attacking now they're looking and seeing oh this is low-hanging fruit for us even if we get into you know Mr. Smith's house next door to me and get to his one computer in his office that he hasn't you know touched in a month and there's no data on there to get we can still use that in our army to attack other people, larger companies, other SMBs, mid-markets. So what I always say is at the SMB mid-market level, it's insanely important to make sure the security posture is strong. I've been on conversations with people like that, you know, oh, this is a little like, expensive or not expensive, or this product isn't really something I need. And I always explain to them, just get something, put something on there, you know, just like locking mm -hmm. your front door, locking your car, just don't let people walk around your house, look around, and then when they try to grab something, stop them. 
prevent them from coming in. So it's a long-winded answer to your question, but I really, I, what I've seen is not so many, you know, different kinds of threats because there's still malwares, there's still botnets, there's still, you know, viruses. I mean, everything is similar. It's just where the direction was happening towards the, um, the businesses, they're actually reverting a lot of that to the homes and trying to get in through there. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. So last question. Bitdefender has been a fantastic partner of Kaseya for a long time. And a lot, you know, recently based on your efforts, the partnerships got even better. What can we expect to see from Bitdefender in the coming months and, and years? I think you're going to see a lot more of us out there. You know, we're evangelizing, we're making the products happen. I mean, we've, we win consistently in the number one or two spot, but I would say in the last 10 years, we've been consistently number one in all independent testing. That's where you can't pay for the testing. You can't, you know, get yourself in a certain position. We are literally the number one when it comes to this, these type of solutions. And what people don't realize about us is we are actually in 38% of the cybersecurity landscape. So even if you're buying products from someone else, or if you're working with another mm -hmm. security vendor, they're it's very highly possible that you're using our security technology in the background because over 50%, I think it's closer to 60, 65% of our company is technical. It's data scientists, it's threat researchers, it's engineers, you know, SEs, pre-sales, post-sales. That's where we focus on. We don't focus on marketing. We don't focus on those type of things. We focus on the actual technology, the pride in the ownership of the technology. And what I'll say is, you're going to see that continually increase almost every day. And I'm not exaggerating. We talk with the product management, the leadership of product and make sure that we're telling them what we're hearing in the environments, what we're hearing out from customers, from vendors, what we're hearing from Kaseya's leadership like you, Jim, and people that are telling you guys the things that are happening. This is an ever evolving industry. And that's one of the things that attracted me to it. Cause I get bored very easily. I'm a very go, go, go guy. And I've worked in a lot of different uh, aspects of my career. I've been a CTO, an IT director, a network administrator. I've done a lot of things. I've coached basketball, as we've talked about. And what I yeah. like about this industry is I don't, when I wake up in the morning, I don't know what the day's going to give me. I have calendar invites that never stay set from the day before. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know who's going to be attacked. I don't, not, I don't know who's going to need help. And that's what intrigues me. I love helping people. I care about our customers. I care about our partners, our vendors. I care about helping people. So that's at the end of the day, when I, when I spend the day and I go and I sit down and I take a deep breath, seven, eight o'clock at night, whatever it is, and my wife's already been getting mad at me for two, three hours of why ever you're still working. I make sure and I reevaluate re the day. Did I help someone? Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter how mm -hmm. easy that was. And that's what gets me out of debt. So, and when it comes to technology, the thing that we're hearing the most right now, we were hearing email, a lot of email requests. You know, it's another, mm -hmm. it's another endpoint. It's another thing that people need to address. So we made that happen. So now we have email. So we have email security as an offering for a click box to any of our you know, ATS, EDR, all of our patches, our all patch management, any of our add-ons, you can literally just click a box and now you have that enabled. That's how simple we've made it. It's a monthly reoccurring business. But what we're hearing is MDR. So we built a SOC out in Texas. We're, we're working on the MDR technologies. We're talking with Kaseya on how we can bring this to market and how we can offer it as a monthly reoccurring business. Because I feel very strongly about monthly reoccurring because it keeps us on point. If we're not constantly um, innovating, if we're not constantly pushing the envelopes of the business and the technology and the security, then you're going to go to somebody else. 
And that's the same thing for them. You're not locked into a year business, three-year business like you are with um, enterprise or on-prem solutions. And trust me, th that's still a good solution, right? I think a lot of people benefit from the yearly or the bi-yearly contracts. But what I personally love about monthly is by the end of this month, if I didn't deliver to you what you needed and exceeded your expectations, you're going to leave. So that pushes us all to be better. That pushes the entire industry to be better and the innovation to be better. And I think that is good for our customers, the, the SMBs, the mid markets, even up to the enterprises. I think it's beneficial for us all because I'll tell you right now, the bad guys, and I'm doing air quotes, Jim, the bad guys are out mm -hmm. there. They're going to constantly innovate. They're going to constantly, you know, push the envelope. They're going to constantly make things happen to try to attack you. We have to do the exact same thing on the other side to prevent those attacks. So that's, that's how I look at it. Okay. Another great answer. So Jason, thanks to you, uh, you Bitdefender is the corporate sponsor at connect it global, uh, this in, in 2020, uh, uh you know, it's funny because as we're having this conversation, I'm thinking to myself, today's May 6th, right? You and I, if COVID-19 never happened, you and I would be in Las Vegas right now. At oh, it's on my calendar. Board. Yeah, it's on my, it made, <laughs> me, uh, made me sad this morning. Yeah. Yeah. So we would be having an in-person conversation, probably on the main stage uh, security panel. Uh, yep. So we, we, we're, we're doing this, uh, but... As many people know, we rescheduled Connect IT Global. It's now going to be August 24th to 27th at Aria a Casino and Resort. So we're really excited about that. Uh, the venue is going to be awesome. And we're giving people a chance to see you there in person. And, uh, you know, you're going to be taking a, you, know, you have a lot to do at Connect IT. We've got you pretty busy. And we also, if you're not there in person, see Jason then people are also have an opportunity to buy a virtual ticket. And that's one thing that we're doing for our customers that don't feel comfortable traveling in August. We want to make sure everyone gets to experience connect it. Uh, so Jason, I'm really looking forward to seeing you getting back on the road, seeing you in August and seeing you at connect it global in Vegas. Uh, so what are your thoughts about, uh, that event and what we've got coming up i think that i'm i'm pumped right number one i can't wait to get out there i'm i would already be in the car driving there right now if it was on uh but but i love the so here's the great thing about our industry and i and the, the innovation that kasey is doing is just phenomenal because if you look at this i think we're not changing this because of the pandemic or COVID 19. i think we're changing this forever and the thing the the being able to buy a pass, a virtual pass, to be able to go to any event, even if you can't get on a plane or if you're scheduled somewhere else, but you could still get that benefit. I think you're changing the landscape of how events are put on. And I'm extremely excited to see how this plays out. And I think people are going to benefit even more from it. So kudos to you and Kaseya for doing that. I think it's going to be great. Well, thanks for saying that, Jason. And you were one of the first uh, folks that we reached out to asking you if you'd be interested in working with us on this and collectively what we want to do is we want to set the standard in our ecosystem for what a hybrid event looks like for the future so um, we endeavor to do that in august so jason as always great catching up with you thanks for giving our folks and our listeners a lot of uh, knowledge around this the msp security stack 
and I will look forward to catching up with you very soon. Thank you, Jim. It was a pleasure being on.